0: Go on and do something that, that was a little more halachic. That there had been a shuva uh, in November 2016, which had been written on Bracharimazon and Zimun for meals that do not include bread from the five species of grain. So, it's in other words, if somebody's gluten-free, and etc., what do they say in terms of Bracharimazon? What brachot recite, etc.? Um, again, there will just to re- review. The Committee on Jewish Law and Standards. There are 25 voting members, all of them rabbis, appointed by the Rabbinical Assembly, by United Synagogue, and by the Jewish Theological Seminary. There are observers from the Cantor's Assembly and from United Synagogue. They're part of the uh, discussions, but they do not do the voting. You have a five year term, it is renewable. Um, and there is always a rotation each year of some sort. Uh, as president of the rabbinical assembly for two years, I appointed people, the equivalent of Supreme Court uh, decision making and, and putting on. And uh, my my feeling was, and I tried to take take people again from the left and the right, within the movement, if at all possible, people who are both scholars. People who are pulpit rabbis, people who may be in different positions as well, uh, and people are willing to do the work because it is a, a good deal of work both to read the chuvot and to write chuvot. You're expected to write. Um, and I felt good that during the homosexuality debate I had somebody on the left who voted one way and somebody on the right who voted another way, so I felt I had done my job. Um, I was on the law committee for about ten years. I wrote I think four Chuvot which have been published and are in, in books and, and on the webs and everything else uh, and in the year 2000 I was officially on the committee and when they uh, when I became president they instituted a law on the bylaws that the president can't serve on the committee itself it was specifically for me so I went off as ex officio because I was effect- ex officio and everything and then when I finished my presidency in 2002 I went back on the law activity for the end of, the rest of my term so um, the rules are that questions come from the community, questions come from other institutions within the movement, and questions are also kind of thought of of things that we should be looking at. Um, the Papers are written; if somebody takes the responsibility of writing a paper, doing the research. The normal practice is to come back to the law committee when my days have met about four times a year. I think it's a little bit less right now, uh, and. Um, then what happened was it would be critiqued, reviewed. You'd go back, and eventually you would bring it back to the table. Eventually, you'd be voted on. Uh, the rules are currently are that as long as it has eight votes, it is considered to be a legitimate opinion of the movement. It used to be there was a majority and a minority view. It's now just a legitimate part um, of the committee who are present. You have to be present in order to vote, uh, and. Then it's up to the maradatra. It's up to the rabbi of the place to be able to make the decision whether they're going to accept this position for his, her institution, organization, whatever the role they do. I was asked uh, a few years after I was president, uh, I got off the law Committee, to do a review of the law committee, which we did. We did a very, I think, thorough review. Frankly, they didn't act on it. I think they were very, very wrong not in doing so, but. So be it. You can only as when you're a committee member or even a chair, you can only present what you wanted to the president. And frankly, they sat on it. I think it was a huge mistake, but that's uh, something that said uh, whatever. Uh, and from that point of view, that's the law committee. So the questions that are going to be asked, I don't know if somebody actually asked them or they were simply good things to be asked, but clearly, with the people having all kinds of dietary restrictions today, and our understanding of what Birkatamazon is after one of the grains and uh, the responsibility of doing Zimun, the question came up it is what about those people who can't have and shouldn't have, etc.? Um, we had at our table this past week um, somebody who is exactly in that realm. And when it came time to washing, he says, I can't have the bread. Guess I shouldn't wash, etc. Yeah, I said, Well, you really should say Birkatamazon because I have a chuva which I'm going to share with you etc. So this is happening more and more and I think it's obviously an important part of uh, of Jewish legislation. So I'll hand these out. Some of you took them. I know you brought them back.
1: <laughs> I wrote myself a note to make sure
0: I did. <laughs> Otherwise you wouldn't have the gall to walk in the class, frankly. <laughs> no, you don't have it in a couple people ask. No, I know you don't. What it- you ask oh, the couple people asked for This is I'll, I'll explain. Let me explain. <coughs> Let me explain when everybody gets it. this
2: There
0: should be enough. Okay, are you good? All right. So, let me explain a couple things about the, the law committee itself. Um, it's now done by the basis of where it occurs within the Shulchan Aruch. So, if you can see on the left-hand side, it says essay the Shulchan Aruch or There are four sections to the Shulchan Aruch: Barachayim, Neraideah, Kosh Mishpat, and uh, The recognition of that ultimately each of these have categories. Today, at one time, we didn't publish the Chuvot on an open basis. There was concern that, you know, frankly, that lay people would get some of the Chuvot, didn't have the proper training, and then would uh, go to their rabbis and say, "This is what the law committee said. Why don't you do X?" In the in the information age, whether you want to have them out or not, they're kind of out. (coughs) you can go on the rabbinical assembly web page www.rabbinicalassembly.org in the left hand corner it'll say CJLS Chuvot learn more you can simply click on it and they will all come to you and you can look them up there is obviously a login for, the, for us as members to certain information that we don't want on the, on the public but not on the law committee anymore so you can actually go on and look um, read the material etc but that's why, if you notice, the bottom of every chuvah provides guidance in matters of halakha for the conservative movement. The individual rabbi, however, is the authority for the interpretation and application of all matters of halakha. Okay, so that's the only way that this thing can work, because otherwise, as I say, lay people say, well, here's two tshuva, this is what it says, why don't you do this? And a ritual committee will then use that against the rabbi. We don't think that's appropriate. Because in most cases, you have to be learned enough to be able to learn this, study it, and be able to implement it. Okay, questions? Okay, so this is English. Even though there is some Hebrew that, that's going to be attached to the texts, we don't necessarily have to read the Hebrew. You'll we'll see. So everybody will get a chance to read uh, as the case may be. Okay, we're good. Everybody have Good look on. Did, have to bring Bunch more. I gave back you last no, week. I,
3: what?
0: I gave you a copy last week. Yes,
3: yes,
0: I do. Okay. All right. So, Candy, um, you want to start us off? Mm. Sheila.
1: Sheila. to those who have eaten a main meal that includes bread not made from the traditional five species of grain, pre- recite your Amazon grace after meals to those who have eaten the main meal that does not include bread of any kind beside your pat hamazone. Did you get one of these may last week? Right, that's decided Before eating non gluten bread, may those who are <coughs> refraining from eating gluten products be counted in the forum, need to be The communal invitation to be pat hamazone, may they lead Zimun.
0: All right, so let, let's just okay, let's see what the questions are, because you now have a basis of Zimun and everything else, OK? So. Right, they're not from, Normally, as you know, when you eat from the five grains, you have to recite berakatamazon. It's not just bread. It's obviously barley, oats, spelt, and wheat, rye. of course, and rye and matzah. Mat- mat- for instance, we have to recite it. For those who've eaten a main meal that does not include bread of any kind recite berakatamazon. So that's the first question. Okay, many times you will have a quote-unquote full meal, but you don't do bread. You don't do your yadayim. Like you do separate brachot for perhaps everything you've eaten what's your responsibility And Is it bracha achrona which is a, a a small abbreviated form that you do after more of snacks and those kind of things or do you recite birkat amazon? Two. what about before eating non-gluten bread okay which is not again of the five grains and if you don't eat that are you part of birkat amazon are you part of the zimun can you lead the zimun, etc.? Okay, those are the questions. So the first question has nothing to do with whether you're gluten free or not. It has to do with your favorite kaddishon after you've had a, a major meal without having bread. The second two have to do with eating restrictions. Okay, everybody got the questions? Okay.
3: <coughs> By framing the physical act of eating the blessings eating becomes a religious act that brings physical craving for nourishment into the realm of the spiritual by acknowledging God in a moment of physical need we transcend those needs and ideally develop a sense of control over the desires and cravings that motivate so much of human
0: activity Okay, and you can see you have to write these as scholarly papers what took me the longest time to write it was doing the darn footnotes <laughs> in Hebrew and English so you had moving back and forth cursors and everything else enormous amount of time and you can see this comes from observant life that hope everybody has the book I hope it's a book of the conservative movement that put out a few years ago I have a chapter in there I have an autograph oh, one wow. by whom I, may I ask <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know you could have anybody is about 30 authors I'm one of those authors okay we'll do paragraph by paragraph okay so i will just keep going so' have to start
2: addresses a number of the halakhic aspects of the spiritual side of eating. This juva was originally inspired by questions about Birkanbazon and Zimun for non-gluten bread, bread not made from the five species of grain traditionally identified as wheat, oats, barley, spelt, and rye. The given changing trends in eating patterns and the shifts in the types of food that
1: become popular. The scope of the
0: question the Okay, so the question that first came in, and it's a legitimate one, with person who can't eat bread, what brachot what do you say on non gluten bread? Mazonas. Mm. Hmm? Well, we're going to see. You're already answering the question. I was asking. <laughs> <answering>. I was <laughs> asking. Yeah, no, no, we're going to deal with it. It's always one in, in the group. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the, oh, the the questions, and the, 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 do you do briccade amazon after that? Because if you do mazonot, normally you don't do briccade amazon to do for now. but then they she decided to enlarge the thing so having written shuvot, you get a specific shuvah. you normally enlarge upon it a little bit okay the major shuvah that I that I wrote I wrote in I think think four of them was having to do with when you move do you you take the do you have to take the mezuzot with you or do you leave them behind so uh, that was the original discussion you can look it up it's on the web it's published in books it's available on Google etc um, and eventually uh, I've decided to go a little further afield than just that but talk about the mezuzah and its background and what happens under whos whose leaves and who comes and all those kind of things you have to be somewhat encyclopedic but not the whole thing that it becomes a you know an entire essay uh, beyond the scope of the question itself so you do have to Regulate yourself to try to answer the question itself, because you know what normally happens. What do people do? They look at the question and look right away at the answer. <laughs> so they want to see it within that realm. Yes, sir.
4: In recent years, there has been a greater awareness of gluten and uh, gluten ed, allergy and intolerance.
3: Uh, physiological, uh, phys- sorry. physiological uh-huh. okay. Reaction to food uh, products. Uh,
4: contain gluten. Gluten already may have been manifested um, in celiac disease or in non-celiac gluten gluten allergy. In addition, a number of people have been diagnosed with gluten intolerance and others have noticed increased sense of good health.
0: When they have <laughs> no, I don't right now. So, just this year, so I'll get you my next year. Okay. So, what? Again, just I'm going to give you background terms. of a writing, you have to do a good deal of research. As you can see, Pam is a wonderful researcher. She's a professor at uh, Washington University in St. Louis, Conservative Rabbi, and you can see below she's done the research. Uh, in terms of you can see, uh, in terms of what, what is celiac, what is gluten, etc. You've got to be able to prove you know your stuff. Okay, in, in the general co- community, beyond simply um, what's what's necessary for the Jewish part of it. Okay, Fran.
4: At the same time, eating in Western societies appears to be changing from a typical diet of two or three main meals per day with bread as an item only for food. Many people select from a wide array of food than was traditional or simply do not or rarely eat bread. A significant minority of people have adopted a no-carbohydrate diet. Other people find themselves no longer eating three main meals per day but rather are grazing eating a number of smaller meals throughout the day and others are eating grain-based foods that are not bread such as wraps or cereal as the basis of a main meal
0: okay so some of you can say this is true it's not this is perception but eating habits have changed Um, more knowledge about uh, allergies and those kind of things are definitely prevalent today than anything else and diets and everything else so you know, it used to be you sat down for dinner all the time with your family. Not normally the case anymore, I think, as as life has gone on. Uh, both, if you have a young family, and people are traveling to all of the different things that kids go to today, and and everything else that goes with it. Um, so, I think she, you know, she's trying to say, we're not back to simply the, you know, you used to sit down, have bread, eat. we kind of was on if you were fulfilling the responsibility and move on. We all we have different eating patterns today in that realm too.
1: Even my mom t- never put bread on the
0: table. Some oh, so did. did back did. then, I mean, we never
1: had bread on the table. A lot of people did. So I mean, yeah, absolutely.
0: So. Okay. <clears throat>
3: uh,
0: we'll stop at the outreach area. If you have a comment or something, I'll, I'll try to comment as well, but please, this is not an explanation. This is now a discussion since it's all English. So it's enough to be, begin explaining everything. Joel?
5: These shifts in the eating patterns have had an impact on our liturgical practice. There are three variations in the blessing recited
0: after meals. Here, Kacham Braha Bracha and the Bracha Fashot. Is everybody So, just hold on a second. Everybody's familiar with Bracha Achorona and Borei Fashot All right, then let's take a couple Sidurim just to look at them so we can. With the benchers. Yeah, the benchers. You can find it in the benchers. That's fine. Let's bring a few benchers just to. I just the bench. yeah, it's easier to carry. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Those of you who are here Sh- Shabbat afternoon know that we recite bracha uh, for now because we don't eat bread normally. Oh, thank
4: you, dear. Oh, so good. Yeah. You know, how
0: much exercise? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's it. No, All right. Brachot We know. Let's turn to page sixty-eight. Remember, The key thing is afterwards, according to the Torah, we've discussed this. So, as you can see, this is if you're not having bread after cake, wine, soup, and fruits. You say each one. And it's a it's somewhat of a shortened form of the Birkat of in the sense that you're, again, stating all of those things that are part of it in a sense, not Allah Mazon, but Allah Geffen or Allah all Ha'etz or whatever the case may be, you're doing Allah Aretz. remember we said that was important, you're doing Allah Yerushalayim Yeracha, Yerushalayim itself um, you add on page 70 any of these special natures of the, of the days, you don't say the whole thing and then you finish off with the bracha itself and then if you look at the bottom of 71 Foods or liquids requiring the blessing Shehakol. Okay, which is the most prevalent one, more prevalent blessing, because it's anything, aside, it's not, it's kolel. <coughs> it's, it's an inclusive one, etc. <laughs> you can see the, uh, the translation below. Okay. So those are actually the brachot that are to be recited depending on what you eat after the meal or whatever you've had done itself. Okay?
2: It says shahakol, but shahakol, the word shahakol isn't in there,
0: right? No, it's not a shahakol. Okay. The uh, shahakol, again, remember, is the beginning of blessing. Right. Okay? We're all doing it here with the, the beginning. If you recite x blessing, then you recite this as the, uh, the final blessing. Everybody okay? Yeah. Okay, let's go back to the text now.
5: Those who cannot eat products containing gluten are not reciting Birkat Amazon at all, since they cannot consume bread made from the five species of grain. Those who refrain from eating products containing gluten may recite Birkat Amazon on Shabbat and festivals only if they consume challah made from the five species of grain, modifying their regular eating patterns and partaking of Shabbat and festival meals. Others choose to retain their regular eating pattern of not eating bread made from the five species of grain and do not ever recite beer amazon, is never or rarely reciting beer amazon liturgically and spiritually
0: appropriate. Okay, so there are some people who may be gluten free will say, For Shabbos, I'll take a little piece of bread, the kazayat as such, like an all thing, so I have to recite Kata amazon I can wash, etc And there are others won't go off the diet, etc. Okay, won't go off the wagon, if you will, in, it, in the phrase, and will uh, we'll then say, "Well, I don't have to wash. I don't have to do a mozi Shouldn't really have to do birkanamazon. And yet they've sat down and had a major meal on a Friday night. Okay, so that—that's Pam's question. Is that—is that appropriate? Does that mean they never recite Birkanamazon? Okay, never, because if they're not going to do it Friday night. When are they going to do it? Okay, the last question is liturgically and spiritually appropriate. Liturgically is one thing, but spiritually is already a sense of beyond. To thank God, that you should bless God and thank if you're satiated. They're satiated. The fact that they haven't started off with a little piece of bread, does that mean that they don't say, they don't follow the Torah laws? Could be, yeah. could be, yeah, could be. Okay.
3: A number of related questions arise. First, both those who cannot eat and those who choose to refrain from eating bread made from the five species of grain may eat bread in the form of loaves and other raised dough products made from gluten-free ingredients. Which bear a cause to be recited for non-gluten bread? second an issue closely related to Barakat Hamazon is that of Zimun, the communal invitation to Barakat Hamazon. Only those expected to recite Barakat Hamazon according to the criterion of whether they have consumed bread from the five species of grain are counted in the quorum needed for Zimun and completed. But in light of the shift in eating patterns, may those who are refraining from eating gluten products be counted. In the quorum needed for zimun, and may they lead it. Third, those eating bread from the five species of grain observe the practice of the ritual washing of hands before eating. Would this be extended to those following newer practices of eating?
0: Okay, I said the person at our table said, "I'm not, I, I don't, I'm not going to eat the challah. I'm not going to wash." Okay, but I said you got to do brichat kind of amazon because I'm going to share the chuba with you eventually. All right. It happened at my Friday night table this past week. Okay, so it's not unusual. Again, we all everybody gets up to wash and well, I'm not having bread, you know. There's always somebody on a diet or something, right? So again, going back to Fran's question, does that mean that they're separating themselves from what everybody else is doing? Is that appropriate? Not appropriate? Is it liturgically appropriate? Is it spiritually appropriate? All the above. So Pam has laid out here a number of questions which. Again, if you had sat down yourself and said, "Hmm, are these people included? Not included? What do they do?" It makes it. They're good questions. They're good questions. So specifically, people either who observe these diets have to observe these diets, or people who are with them as they observe these diets. What happens if you have two people who have said that they, you know, that they've eaten bread? Okay, or one person and two people who have eaten bread and they're gluten free. Do you do they do you, do you have a brick mazon for zimun? Can they lead it? They're the only ones who can lead it. The other person can't. Legitimate questions. Okay, legitimate questions. So, what you do when you when you do the shuvaot and you organize your head, you got to go back and they'll say, okay, where would I first begin? Well, you usually try to begin biblically if you can. So her basic is now is. Alright, then let's look back on what Birkat Amazon is Because they're only going to be able to eventually decide The Tshuva on the basis of What are the re- regulations for Birkat Amazon. Okay? So, first part And we've had this as part of our study, so we already know that that's a, you have to do that. In the myth of reciting and Hamasim at the end of the
2: meal is based on this verse from Deuteronomy. Eating one's fill is not to be a physical act alone. Our tradition teaches that when we have met our nutritional needs, we need to
0: acknowledge the spiritual realm. Either one of you, just keep going. It is a positive mitzvah
2: from the Torah to recite a blessing after eating food, as it says, When you have eaten and are satiated, you will bless the eternal your God. <coughs> and one is obligated <coughs> only if one is satiated. It is only from the ruling of the scribes that one recites a blessing afterward if one has eaten the equivalent of an hour. And it is only from the scribes, the ruling of the scribes, that one recites
3: a blessing
0: before eating any food and then enjoys it. And it is only from the scribes that one recites a blessing after eating any food or consuming any food. What's the Rambam saying? The Torah simply says, It doesn't tell you to say a bracha beforehand. It doesn't tell you how much you have to eat. It doesn't tell you what bracha you recite so by ruling out of the thing he says the oral law the chachamim have now declared which, which he puts into halacha one, that you have to eat an olives bread, bulk of bread two, that you have to recite the appropriate prayer for berkat Hamazon after the bread three that if you haven't eaten bread you recite something else okay so ultimately it, um, what we have here umid defray so freem. if you read the hebrew the second line from the the words of the scribes, it really means the Talmudic sages. It's all rabbinic law. All you have is the You wouldn't know what that meant. Okay. And for sure, as we saw, any of the blessings beforehand are all rabbinic. Nowhere in the Torah or Midrash do we have this concept of, that you have to recite hamotzi, the hamotzi, as people say, right? Uh, and anything like that. The main one is the Chalda Sabata, Beirachta, afterwards. But it all comes from the rabbinic rulings, the oral law, rather than necessarily the, the written law itself. Okay? Go mm-hmm. distinguishes clearly
2: between the biblical command to bless after one has eaten one's fill, and the later rulings that prescribe a blessing after consuming an amount as small as an olive, and a blessing before consuming food of any kind. He also omits any requirement that one needs to eat bread as part of a meal that should be followed by a blessing.
0: Just do the next little part.
2: And then writes: Any food for which one recites the blessing and mina before eating, one recites recites Katamazon afterwards any food for
0: which one recites the blessings golej or eating one recites the not afterwards except rice okay you can look at the bottom okay where he says rice he sees as borein afashot he was farted correct rice was a staple okay so the rambam clearly lays down already as the first major halakhic code what grahok you recite beforehand and wh- which ones you recite afterwards if you're again going to follow the halachic stream, your next major one, if you skip over the tour, is the Shulchan Aruch from Joseph Caro. Joseph
6: Caro, Spain, Israel, 18, uh, 1488 to 1575, comments on Maimonides' words. One can observe by making fine distinctions that our teacher wrote, that it is a mitzvah from the Torah that one must recite Birchan Amazon after eating food including all types of food except for water and salt, and is taught at the beginning of Chapter 3 of Tractate the Ruvi. And if, you, if so, how can he say after this that it is only from the ruling of the scribes that one recites a blessing after eating any food or consuming any drink since it would appear that this is already included in what is written in the
0: Torah. In other words, Joseph Ka- Karol the Shulchan Aruch, the Bal Shulchan Aruch, basically says it's not Midor It's already the fact that it's there is Midor Raita. It comes from the Torah itself. And therefore, the written law and the oral law are all one and the same. That was exactly what the Torah meant. So it's not a static revelation as such. And ultimately, it's not simply the Sofrim added. The rabbis, the sages, added. It was part and parcel of the original pronouncement that came from Sinai, and therefore he doesn't disagree with the outcome. He disagrees with the methodology. Go ahead, he just finished. Mm
6: -hmm. Uh, One can say that since the verse, when you have eaten and are satiated, you will bless the Lord uh, your God appears after the verse a land of wheat and barley. We can argue that the Torah obliges us to bless only and after eating the seven species of food mentioned okay. specifically in that verse just as claimed in Sefer Mitzvah Gadol Rabbi Moshe Gosi mm-hmm. in the name of Halacha Gedola
0: you now Sefer Mitzvah Gado was actually preceded by, in the uh, short and, and it's a early again a codified book um, not you know so he he's using that as thing so he basically says that's how we get to the fact that this is mentioned beforehand all right the seven fruits as such and then later halaf of that what seems to be the correlation of why one and the other red right,
6: accordingly what I teacher, Maimonides, wrote that it is a positive mitzvah from the Torah to say a blessing after uh, after eating food. He meant that only (coughs) the seven species land of Israel. But one must say that the reason is that those species yield more nutrition than other food. In any case, his problem (coughs) is that if this is what he meant our teacher Maimane should have quoted a land of wheat and barley Uh, when you have eaten and are satiated you will bless the Lord your God therefore it seems to me that our teacher Maimane is observed by making fine distinctions in the language of the Kittosabot our rabbis taught where is the source for Birkat Hamazon in the Torah the source is as it is written when you have eaten and are satiated you will bless the Lord your God it is clear to him that this was meant to apply to five species of grain and not to seven species in the land of Israel since he based his ruling on the words and are satiated no food satiates like the five species of grain
0: okay so that was actually a Torah reading of this morning um so it's actually perfect as we know, 29 years ago, I planned to have it here today. Yes. Not a problem. Um, so, the Tavisavat occurs after the seven species. Okay, it's Kitaus sorah etc. And the question is, what What do you say about the Veirachdan? Is it all of them? It's clearly number one. Only the wheats and the grains, Kitaus sorah wheat and barley. They, they all take it as. But the question is. What is the savata? Okay, bakhalta is pretty clear. You eat something. Berachta is clear. Do you say so? But what is to be satiated? Is it to be satiated from only the grains, or is it all seven that are part that are mentioned beforehand?
1: All seven species.
4: Everything that you eat must made to make. And the
0: response ultimately is: it's the first, it's, it has to do with the grains. Okay, that's the way the rabbis took it otherwise you would say rikadamazon if I'm full then say full.
3: Well,
0: the feeling of one person is not the same as another so how do you decide satiation is it, is, is it a subjective or an objective you can decide rikadamazon on the basis of what you have eaten that's objective but savata I don't know how to define that around this table different eating patterns you can be satiated. Some people are satiated only when they have a sit down on a major meal. And some people are satiated when they're grays. or a cereal or whatever the case may be. That the problem with that is it becomes subjective. And you can't deal with halacha in blessings on the basis of subjectivity. You want to know yes or no. It's not, well, Joel's satiated with this and De Bernie's satiated with that, so you'll do birkatamazon, you won't do birkatama. Well, you sit down. Gee, are you full? Good, let's do birkatamazon. <laughs> you can't do that so it became <coughs> the items rather than the nature of the meal itself so what happens if you sat down and just had a, if you take it literally you know piece of bread you did mozi and that's it that's your meal you say very good yes and what happens currently at least you sat down, did not have bread, but had a full meal. You say, Verkatamazon, afterwards? Right now, the answer would be no.
3: Because you didn't eat bread.
0: Because you didn't eat bread. So it's tied to the two parts of the seven uh, fruits the wheat and the barley. And that's what, the, what Karo says is the halacha, and that's what, right now what we say. No food seashakes like the five species of grain. But that's that's an excuse to be able to explain why it's the grains and nothing else.
7: Okay? Right. According to Caro, then, the reasoning for choosing to eat the five species of grain is because of their high nutritional value, not because of a biblical proof text. Their essential characteristics is that the five species of grain are effective at at satiation. In fact, Caro advises eating bread in the morning. Before one goes to the base base medrash, uh, one should eat morning bread if one is used to doing so, mm-hmm. and it is good that this be one's custom.
0: Normally, that's not what we do. You don't sit down and have a. Some people don't eat at all, before okay, before davening. They see people who have something at least, but you definitely don't sit down and have bread, okay. And again, we'll uh, even that before
2: the vineyard. So, right,
0: right. Because right. you you, you're late anyhow, most people, right? To sit down and Oh, no. <laughs> He's not <getting> like <laughs> now you got to get up early, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to get up earlier to get on Shul time, you know? So that's not normally the case. And what what you will see very, you know, it, it, in some synagogues, that they'll start early, stop to do kiddish and, and Motzi in the middle, and then go on afterwards. Right. After, Torah. After, Torah. After Torah, right. Torah. right. Part of, mm-hmm. part of it depends on what they can recite beforehand in terms of meat etc. Yeah. And part of it is—I uh, know that we, we did that here. We'd never get anybody back in the shul. So, <laughs> you know, I know i love how kalan Kiddish kiddush takes, So, we decide that you're going to wait till the end, whether you like it or not. You know, as that's, that's the case may be. So, and again, everybody—I ha- guarantee—if I get around the, the, the room, everybody has their own customs of what they eat before they come to shul on a Shabbos morning. Okay. I grew up with things that my grandmother made. We had them for years, as long as she was she was alive. We used to pick them up every Friday from her. It was, you know, it was all those kinds of what things, the cooking kind of thing. Uh, oh, it's that's that only one of my only one of my cousins has been able to follow in that tradition. So, um, we had I grew up on it for years, and uh, you know, so and there's some people that say who don't eat anything before they come to shul, which is one of the reasons that they do kiddush halfway during the service. Okay, so we don't follow this one in terms of. of the thing. I don't know anybody who has a meal to have bread already means brachadmoson and everything. Which, and I don't know what morning bread may have been at that point. Although pot clearly is pot. What pot shachrit is? Pot is bread, but I don't know what bread of. Why is it? Why does he add morning bread? I don't know what that means exactly, frankly. I'm, I'll avoid then I wouldn't get the shul. Though, I said, I'd need more, right? You know. Yeah. That's why he says to run to shul, right?
1: Frankly, there used to be that little store on Rafael Amen called Pot Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, no. no? Okay. All right, sir. So Rachel? Where are you? Asugya. Sugya. Sugya, remember, is a Talmudic paragraph, if you will. It does
4: entertain the idea that a food other than bread could satiate and serve as the basis of a main meal the fact is that wine does both it satiates and makes cheerful whereas bread satiates but does not make cheerful if that is the case let us say Birkart Hamazon after it the reason why Birkart Hamazon is not said after wine is that people do not make it the basis of the meal Rab Nachman bar Isaac Askrava suppose a person makes it the basis of his meal what then? He's a
0: drunk. I mean, Elijah.
4: When Elijah comes, he will tell us whether it can really serve as a basis. Now, at any rate, no one thinks of such a
0: thing. I know, remember them. Eliyahu knows whether a wine is a basis. I, I means the center What
3: are you talking?
0: All right, right, okay. So he's a, right. He has enough wine at the same story. That's how He's coming for. He's coming
1: for the wine. So basically,
0: what it's saying is, I don't know the answer. Well, you know, you wait, but. Can what again? What do you think of? Can wine? Does wine is think of it today? Okay, you sit down and have bread. It's, you're going to have a meal already. We sit down and have wine. No, I mean people have wine at different times of the day and cocktails or whatever the case may be. It's not a meal. Okay, it's not a meal. So where they they would have thought of it as a meal? I have no clue exactly. To go back to Carol. Yeah, yeah. And again we talked about wine being, you know, this mixture of, of concentrate and water and everything else too. So what he basically says is, Look, I can't give me a real good answer. That's why well, I will come he'll explain it to us. But this is not what we do.
4: I okay? We were still for you. What? I thought that's why we we're still
0: waiting, you. what? We were still waiting you. what you're waiting for. Oh no, that'll be up If that's the first question I was gonna be asked, we're in trouble. <laughs> <coughs> sure. The
4: yeah assumes that there is a twofold test for whether a food is the basis of a main meal it must be able to satiate a person and it must be the habit of the social group to which one belongs to base a meal on it since wine is not customarily used as the basis of a meal one does not recite
0: Birkat Hamazon after it. Okay, you saw you recite because wine does have a special nature, it's a liquid, we do recite bracha achrona afterwards, and you all do that if you have a traditional Haggadah. Yes. Okay, if you remember, you were, for the first wine, the first two cups, you say, and then you do Birkat Hamazon. And then you have two other cups. And what do you do there? Bracha achrona right mm-hmm. and that's exactly why you do that just before near itself normally in most I do the changes in some but that's exactly why you do it because you've had wine that the, the suda is already done you're not eating anything else You're will actually allowed to eat anything else after the FI as you know so you're not going to eat anything else but you've done the wine therefore you say oligefinol, pre-oligefinol, etc okay? part of again the, the Seder ritual that's the halakhic part of, this, of the Seder ritual um... so it's not the basis of a meal otherwise if it were a base of meal we would have to do Birkat again All right which we clearly don't okay which is why I, I you know I always tell people that if you're going you know if the people want to stand up and do Kiddush okay and some of these uh, uh, receptions etc we're gonna call up Zaidi to do Kiddush and Booby and some un- old uncle so-and-so to do hum- the, the Hamotzi <laughs> you don't want, once you've done Hamozi, you don't have to do the Bore Priagafa. So do it beforehand. And it's not kiddush. Do you a blessing over wine? You can do blessing over the wine anytime you want. But don't you know. It's not kiddush But you know you're dealing with uh, band leaders and who have a script and for sure disc jockeys today who do whatever they do. And then of course you come up and what do they what do they always play? tradition tra- I mean, listen to the songs I see so you know it's like yeah uh, foot on the roof what else are you gonna play you know the young kids come up they play these hip things and then the old people come up when they play these tradition you know I've gone to enough of these parties I could write papers in. I would dis- I, I and I would make a luckily not allowable picking up everybody on a chair
3: It's
0: the first thing I would not make allowable. What does a bar mitzvah got to do with picking up the chair and then the mothers on the chair and the fathers on the chair and everything give me a break you watch photos right okay I'm on tape so what the heck be my legacy you know last a little while who cares really you know, in general, Alaphic
2: sources have assumed that a main meal must include bread from the five species of grain. The bread does not constitute the major, major substance of that
3: meal, and it's consumed only in the measure of an
0: olive. In other words, if you don't really have a huge, you know, a real piece of olive, but you have just a little bit, as long as you have an olive's bulb, that's enough to mm-hmm. be- do karamazoon.
2: However, another approach is presented in the mission. Mm-hmm. If one ate grapes, pigs, or pomegranates, one recites birkat hamazun according to Rabbi Rabbi Mabu. But, but the stages say raha apona. Ah, Rabbi Akiva says even if one ate boiled vegetable for one's main food, one must recite Birkat Hamason afterwards.
0: Okay, I'll just read the next section too and I'll come back. <coughs> the Gamor offers the definition of Shelik. Is there a kind
2: of boiled vegetable from which one can make a meal? Replies, sure. The rule replies to the stock of
0: cabbage. Okay. In other words, you're a compote or something, you know, it's something that's really satiate that can satiate you, but is and, and you have that only as the the meal itself? Do you have to save your karamazan? According to the the first one according to Rabban gamliel anything that you have any of the seven fruits and such you should say berkamazon and the response is no you say or not except for wheat and grain wheat and bark rabbi akiva basically says presumably something which must have been quite filling all right was it was used as a meal and again you're not you're, you're talking people who are relatively poor so boiled vegetables okay probably, we probably Right. No, they weren't grazing. They were sitting down at the end and having this as their main meal. And under those conditions, Rabbi Akiva says, "You karmazon, 'Birkhamazon,' you've not had bread."
3: Like if have a there.
0: Right. I suppose that it, it's a possibility under those cases. So that's what that's the question becomes. Clearly, okay.
2: doesn't go with Rabbi
0: Gamlia. right? Does not go with Rabbi yeah. correct?
4: Rabbi Akiva's opinion is that it is appropriate to recite Birkat Hamazon even for vegetables. So
0: that merely, that would say what you would do in terms of the salad
4: that serve as one's main food. However, the halakha until now has not followed the opinion of Rabbi Akiva because it was assumed that bread from the five species of grain was the key ingredient that satiates.
0: The, and serves as the basis of the main now in in, in Yot in the, in the tractate of Eidu Yot in the Mishnah it says why do you mention the majority opinion and the minority opinion because clearly the majority opinion is the halakhic standard okay? and the response is because one day somebody may uh, take this minority opinion and make it relevant and use it as a possibility so therefore it's not forgotten she's now going to do that
4: Going She's to going to take. That's very serious. Yes. Sure it is. That one day someone will do that. And right. After this rabbi, two hundred years from now, one day someone will do something
0: Correct. Else. Now the qu- for some, that's that's, that's all well and good, but who gives us the right to change what is the halakhic practice yes. for a long period of time? Is it evolving? Who makes those decisions? Those are some of the questions that come up when you say that this. Look, they they decided at this point in history that this was the halakha and the majority minority didn't win the majority didn't win you know so who says now i'm going to take the minority three hundred years later five hundred years later and say you know that was a valid opinion the heck with all of jewish legislation and jurisdiction for five hundred years we're going to go back to the minority right it's a, okay it happens you know in legal cases a great deal too where things are overturned it's based on other legal precedents so you're right if the question so one can say here, you know, all well and good, Rabbi Bar Mash, but the halacha doesn't follow Rabbi Akiva. Right. So the let, way let, let, I'm sorry. Is this here. is
1: shelik or selik.
0: It's shelik, I think. Yeah. No, it's not it, has so that no.
3: happened?
0: It's not, it's, I don't think it, it's a shin. It's a shin. that's right, not a shin. And has that
3: Happens
0: that a lot. Happens a lot. It's, 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 the people look for minority opinions which weren't popular to be able to use them for precedence but I, France, that's right. It's dangerous, because then you have the minority. Majority at one point was, the, the you know, again, takes takes the equivalent of the Supreme Court. Okay, there's a majority, minority, and the next group says, well, we like the minority. We're going to overturn what the majority said.
7: and yeah. uh, we going to spend a couple days on this? Yes, yes, you? yes. We're not going to finish it. My other, it's interesting. Her sources, it doesn't seem like she's really. And, you know, I just scanned it, but she doesn't, to your point, she doesn't seem to be citing any what I would call current post and I'd love to hear your thoughts on sure, that. Sure. In the committee, I mean, I don't know who's a hush of a yid on this committee. Right we now. all
0: are. All rabbis are hush of a yid, sorry. No, but
7: I mean, there's a lot of non-rabbis on this No,
0: committee. they're all rabbis. They're
7: all rabbis? I'm telling you, they're all rabbis. rabbis. They're all rabbis. It's just rabbis. They it's only rabbis about Thank
0: you. 25 people at the right. most, they all, all are rabbis. All right. There are people around the table I mentioned before. Who can be part of the discussion, but they can't vote.
7: Thank
0: you. Cantors, lay people, etc. Yeah,
7: great.
0: Bernie? In our time, the
3: main meals
0: for many people are not bread based. Ah, see, she's taking a minority opinion saying, Manim. Times have changed, and we want to take, because eating habits have changed. So there's at least a rationale to it, and therefore we should take Rabbi Akiva's.
3: Many people do not eat bread at all, but base their diet on other ingredients. The definition of a meal should be the satiation of the person
0: consuming the food. Interesting, okay? the More subjectivity than objectivity.
3: A person recognizes the difference between a snack and a an meal that satiates and satisfies a significant part.
0: Okay, so what you may—it's well, interesting part though. My question would be: Is what you consider a snack, I may think is a main meal. There are people who sit down and have, you know, something in the middle of the day. It'll that's a—that's a, that's a dinner for, for, for me, you know, or, or vice versa. The athletes would be eating a snack that
3: would be enough for us all day.
1: Correct. Correct.
0: Ah, uh, so she has now said it's not based on bread, it's based on a meal. If you're Kobea this is your siuda you should say Birkat mazon, and her basis is Rabbi Akiva okay her alachic basis is Rabbi Akiva who said even though they didn't have bread the shellac which is some sort of major cooked meal dish you do that then you should say Birkat mazon, and Hishtanu the way we look at food and meals and snacks a little bit different we should be able to update our understanding Based on that halakhic opinion.
1: It, it's also interesting because in some ways. I'm sorry.
0: You want to be good. Ahead, good. Ahead. So, Sandy, go ahead you first. It's, it's right.
1: interesting because many people would look to make it things more lenient, and in some ways, this is making it more strict in terms of you have to save your berkat Birk- zone more, more often. often. I don't I don't right, I, I rarely right. eat bread, so now it would be okay if I sit down to my meals then I would have to say it. So correct. that's an unusual correct.
0: They're, they're, correct. they're the correct the, what the movement would say to that is we're not always uh, lenient, we're grazing. Right, it right, right. But doesn't
1: right, no friend person. Yeah. You say that she mentions grazing.
0: In no way does she outline or just a
2: committee outline that it has to be that single.
0: We'll get to that, then. We had that in the Talmud, if you recall. Right. Mm-hmm. right? Good. Good.
2: Five walnuts and a piece of cheese. Right. That's good. Right. Obviously, that even though they're full at the moment, it doesn't build the Got it.
3: Well,
4: there are some people. Because it doesn't it. go back to the why the reason that we're saying birkath hamazon in the first place. It doesn't have to do with whether we eat bread, it's have to, we eat food and we are thanking God for having given us this food, even though you but, do
0: it But you can you head. can also qualify by saying bracha for us, thanking God and, and uh the Borrain and is thanking God too, it's just a different matter. You don't necessarily have to do on as a liturgical framework of thanking God. We have two other brachot which do it.
2: Can I argue with my daddy now? Because he told me I had to save Birka if I ate. Where
7: we go? <laughs> it just—I don't know why—but it bothers me when that we're, we're needs halacha from Rabbi Akiva. Well,
0: first of all, we haven't Paskined yet. Yeah. Don't we? we okay. This is in the middle of a paper. Let's see later. She's now just You're saying <laughs> <laughs> I have a halachic opinion. Okay. I've taken a Talmudic thing. So that means take a huge use. leap. But that's fine. But she hasn't come halacha yet. Okay. That's all. We're in the midst of a paper. Yeah. All right, next An
2: Objection. To this mm. approach, is that the is high, and that reciting it more often Okay, so
0: there you go, Sandy.
3: Not,
2: That's
3: That's right? why by I up eating
1: versions. However,
2: it did. there are considerations you. to be balanced against this objection. First, it must be noted that we already have abbreviated versions of Birkat Hamazom in our... C-
0: now, the interesting part, without doing it, they're all different versions, many of them. Yeah,
1: but none of them okay, they, no, no, are.
0: Okay, no, there are different no, versions. The movement finally did come up with an as one of uh, the JTS, the Seminary Women's League, Men's Club, etc. I have those pamphlets. I use them on my lunch with the suburb and the lunch in the loop. Okay. So just skip skip all of those, etc. Let's go down. Go down where it says the interest. Go go. Says Where it says the interest? Two lines above that. Version of Sidur Sim
2: Shalom for weekdays, Sidur Sha Sim for Shabbat and Festival, and Sidur Lev Shalom. That's
0: the new Sidur that's now that just came out?
2: It uh, is attested in fragments from the Cairo Ganiza.
0: So it's a that's a pretty ancient one already.
1: right? <laughs> Second
2: Pirkara Mazoni is a liturgy for the main meal, whereas Braha Khona and Brahab or a shog are for snacks. Those who cannot eat gluten are currently not reciting beer cut on the zone at all, while others who are refraining from consuming products containing gluten may have recited occasionally only if they modify their eating habits from time to time,
7: perhaps an on
2: festivals. Many others are simply never eating
7: meat-based
2: bread-based main meals. Does it make sense for the liturgy meant for a main meal? To be a, omitted so often even
0: on a day that's a svara. that's the logic saying does it, mm-hmm. I'm now oh so I didn't have a little piece of bread I don't say Amazon I never say rico Amazon if I'm if I'm gluten-free this is the one of the major meal you know prayers we all know right. it's always way thank you of God it's Allah it's Amazon it's Yerushalayim and all the rest and you know want to show In days when many people
2: do not eat bread at all, but place their diet on other ingredients, it is appropriate to adopt the position of Rabbi Akiva. We should no longer consider bread as the determining factor for the recitation of Birkat Hamazon. The determining factor is whether the person consuming the food is satiated, and therefore has intended that the
0: food consumed is a main meal. Okay, now you'll notice there are no footnotes right there, because that's the change. Yeah. She's now making a halachic change on the basis of the biblical phrase right. Rabbi Akiva's minority opinion, "Nishtanu azmanin. the times have changed on the basis of how we eat snacks and food, and because people are gluten and everything else free, etc., they would never recite for Karimazun. It's too important a prayer not to recite this spiritual thing, and that's where she comes at this point. We'll continue next week. <laughs> I'll bring some more so that those who don't have. Thank you. Very much. Okay. I
5: don't, I don't know.